0: We are very lucky to be joined in studio. We like when guests come and hang out with it's us fun. real live and in person. Uh, and this is a great one. We've got Chris Presson. Uh, you are the president and CEO of the Edmonton Eskimos. First season for you. Welcome to the show.
1: Oh, thanks. Thanks for having me. Thanks uh, for coming it's not by. too bad outside right now. No, it's pretty to, good, uh, isn't it? Minus 40 a month ago, huh? Oh, man. How did you find that? That was your first real cold snap? That was a bit much for snap? me. Yeah, it was a bit chilly <laughs> for me. Uh, I wasn't quite ready for that. But you know what? Every native has told me they weren't ready for it either. No so i'm getting used to it though nope. yeah
0: we all hate it we just like to brag about the fact that we all made it through so now you're one of us did totally you invest
1: understand. in the in the parka did you get the new coat i do have a parka surprisingly i did wear short sleeve shirts yesterday though a short sleeve shirt i should say so i'm i guess well yesterday tough. was like eight
0: degrees yeah, yeah. It's eight degrees. yeah, yeah. so i'm tough now it's a nice right? winter day in phoenix it's right? not going to get yeah. much better than that chris if they
1: told you that that's yeah. about as warm
0: as it gets, i'm figuring are... that out <laughs> <laughs> Well, of course, uh, we've got uh, the CFL season starting very soon, and you've got some cool things that you've got planned for the Eskimos season. So why don't we jump into it? Uh, $99 season seats.
1: You know, we've done great with it. We uh, we launched the Ultimate Sports Pass probably about two months ago. It had great success. It was a discounted ticket with some other teams in the area as well, and it went very well. We sold about 700 of them. Um, Then we decided, you know what, the people are telling us something, we understand where the Alberta Alberta economy currently resides, what what else can we do, How, how can we better listen? And certainly they told us price point's the key. So we thought, let's try this. Let's see what it's done. We know we did it in the past, and we've sold more for that than we did the Ultimate Sports Pass in a much shorter time frame. Mm -hmm. So uh, we only allotted 1,200 seats. There's no doubt we will sell out of that 1,200 allotment. And so we're figuring out what plan B is to come up with a different offering to keep that momentum going. Wow. What's okay. The, what's the 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 line for uh, those ninety nine dollars tickets? You want to. You don't want to sell too cheaply. You don't want to devalue your product, but you want to get people in the building, which is maybe at this point in the CFL <coughs> stage, maybe more important. Yeah, I think it is. I think giving uh, people an opportunity to come back, to sample the product once again, to be a part of something that more than likely they were a part of before. right? And because of where they may be in life right now, it may be a bit more challenging. So it wasn't good enough for us to just do a $99 seat. We decided to do a payment plan on top of that as well. We feel like just about everybody can afford $9 bi-weekly on a monthly basis. Yeah. So we're trying to eliminate all the obstacles we can. We are trying to rebuild our crowd. We, we, We believe that if you come on a $99 seat, even though that you are the, at the top of, of, the, of the arena. That after two or three games, we do believe that we'll get you back in a higher level seat for next year. That's the thing, right? I think a lot of people just, uh, you know, maybe have forgotten about the CFL, what it was like when they were growing up, or they haven't been there in a very long time. You get them back in the building, and it's such a great time, and it's such a great event. They will come back. It is, and we plan to have a better team this year. We do. You know, I'm real happy with our head coach. Uh, real happy with his coaching staff. Real happy with our GM. Uh, real happy with the signings that they had in free agency, both new players and and players that we needed to lock up yeah. that we had on one-year deals. So really pleased with the direction we're headed. feel like we're headed in the right direction across all accounts, and now we just have to perform once the season comes. Wow. Will there be anything different when a guy goes to a football game this year, will they notice anything different in the stands? Yeah, you it's a really good football? question. And it's a hard question because I, there are a thousand things that I would like to do this season. But I do have to temper my expectation because we do have a partner. We don't own the asset. We don't own the stadium. So we have to work with the city on a number of things that we want to do. And some of those things take time. Um, so with that being said, we are working on a couple of things that will make a difference. But again, time is of the essence for us. Uh, We had another major project that we were going to undertake, but from a permitting standpoint, we kind of got to the city a little bit too late. Mm -hmm. So we're going to have to plan that for 2021, but that's okay because that gives us something to build on. There are things outside the stadium we'd like to do as well, Uh, but again, it all comes with time and and what can be done in what time frame and done correctly. So you will see some changes. Uh, Hopefully the biggest change will be on the field, to be honest with you, and that Mm -hmm. will be more consistent winning games at home and winning consistently throughout the season
0: what do you think are some of the biggest obstacles that you guys are up against this season
1: I think just the economy number one Uh, number two the fact that you know we we're competing with other sports. Mm-hmm. We are. yeah. Uh, but frankly, the better the Oilers do, the better we do. It's kind of the all boats rise theme. And, uh, you know, we want the Oilers to go deep in the playoffs. We want the Oilers to win the Stanley Cup because sports tends to energize a city. Totally, and, yeah. And uh, it kind of provides the moxie for the city as a whole. And that only benefits off us if the Oilers continue to do well. More Morley, is that, that your
0: alarm yeah, Chris is yeah, done? He's yeah,
1: normally yeah. just getting up, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so, this is so a dollar go in the penalty in, box jar <laughs> for me. Studio.
0: So, overall, it sounds like a, a, a lot of excitement surrounding the next year. Well, I guess your first full season because you were here kind of halfway through. So, yeah, a lot I of excitement in, moving that's forward. That's right. I
1: came in in September. Uh, it really took me 90 days to even have any semblance of what's yeah, going on, right. you know, just to get my feet under me different country, different process, reporting to a board is much different than reporting to an individual. And so just understanding, frankly, the processes around what the committees are, what they serve, what purpose they serve, how that feeds into the executive committee meeting, how that feeds up to the board meeting, and what that rotation of of events is, uh, all while doing my full-time job as well. So once I got my my breath and my legs under me after about 90 days uh, now we're trying to figure out when and how to get my family here so it's all a part of the process. Oh, they're still not here? No, they're still not here. Still in Phoenix. So oh, man. I get back there about every three weeks. It's good thing you didn't bring them here in January. Yeah, yes. no, it's funny. I was there two Sundays ago. I was waiting on the Uber to come pick me up from my house and my wife and girls and I were playing catch with a football of all things in the driveway and uh, I said, guys, it, it feels kind of hot. And I asked my <laughs> oldest daughter, I said, what's the temperature? She goes, 76. I said, what's the temperature in Edmonton? She goes, minus four. So wow. it's just amazing the difference to me in temperature, considering yeah. it's oh, only yeah. a three, three and a half hour flight. Yeah. You know, and oh, yeah. So what, how do you feel about the city as a whole? What's your perception of, of Edmonton so far? I really like it. I really like it. Um, I know people may be surprised by that coming from Phoenix, where you can swim in December and you can swim year-round.
0: But it's not all about the weather.
1: No, it's not. I, I just like everything it has to offer. I do like the snow. That's a plus. The cold weather doesn't bother me uh, i adapt really really quickly and i like adventure i also like to work for iconic franchises this is an iconic franchise i don't care what part of north america you look at uh, and what sports you look at this is an iconic brand and i wanted to be a part of it you made an announcement a couple of weeks ago about your name and your brand uh, take me through take us through that uh, that stretch where you you came to the decision that the eskimo name wasn't changing we just wanted to do what we said we would do, which is uh, to do the necessary research, to take our time in doing it, to listen and to learn, um, and then to, to come out with what the results were. And uh, the results told us there wasn't a consensus either way we chose to keep our name and we've had great feedback from that as well we also wanted to share the engagement we had done which has been going on for two or three years now we'll continue to engage we'll continue to listen we'll continue to learn Mm -hmm. and that will allow us to continue to develop as well lots of things going on with the league there's talk of a team going into halifax soon what about the state of the league and how does that play into the eskimos yeah i think we're in a much better position with the sale of montreal i think everybody knows that that mess that existed last year where we all had to contribute to that Uh, to get them through the year and that was a big number uh, per team but we did the right thing because we have two great owners in montreal now so the net worth of our league as a whole just went up dramatically when those two guys bought the team. So we're excited about what they're doing. We're excited about their new team president. I'm actually going to Toronto on Sunday for a small commercial guidelines meeting that is helping to drive the CHL in a bit of a different direction from a from a financial and sponsorship standpoint. And then I'm back on the 16th and 17th for management council with my boss. for So for the lead governors and the alternate governors to talk about what the future looks like. So we're trying to build toward more than, obviously, just this coming season.
0: I don't imagine a guy like you with a schedule like yours has a lot of extra free time, but are you paying attention to XFL and maybe taking any kind of nuggets of things that they're doing and trying to maybe... Maybe implement anything that's yeah. going on. Into I mean, honestly,
1: transparently, they do. I think they do a really good job with the creativity. There are some things that we have an innovation committee within the CFL as well, which I happen to be a part of. And a part of that innovation are some of the rules that they have chosen. Uh, I really like their kickoffs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. One of the things I've been pushing for that I stole from the Alliance of American Football, which did not make it, uh, but nonetheless, I thought it was a good idea, was the transparency between the official on the field and the the guy in the replay booth and the conversation that you right can here, hear so it's that. not yeah. just the video on each of them it's what they're saying so you can hear the referee say this is what I'm looking for and the fans that are watching at home in particular can can feel that transparency and honesty yep. and frankly I think we lack some of that in our league right now I think the feeling from the fan is when you watch the TV or you're watching in stadium you don't always feel like you don't it's have a, tra- a yeah, that's right. and so I, I've been proposing that we're trying to figure out how to make that happen it does have legs uh, but now it's just logistically how do we do that for the 2020 season the innovation committee also came up with a new playoff proposal which uh, randy ambrose has been talking about on his tour i would think from an eskimo perspective you'd like that because your last two crossover games under the new format would probably have been home games which affects the bottom line right yeah um, we we would like some components of that we're we're not necessarily a fan of the decision day yeah. um, you know <laughs> nobody I th- seems to i do. think <laughs> the theory behind it is good i understand it but i think the concept as a whole is is a bit dry uh, but yeah I, I would agree uh, and and there are ways to think about what do we do in the future how do we reward the teams that do well from an attendance standpoint And how yeah. do we mitigate the risk for those that don't and what does that look like going forward? Does a home game, whether you earned it or not via your record, mean more to Edmonton, for example, than it would to a Montreal? Exactly. And and how do we work through that process to make our league stronger, make our league better, and mitigate risk on both sides the teams that do well financially and the teams that are building toward that? That's a tough line, though. you got to focus on the strength and then you end up with some orphans, or do you try and prop them up based on the strong teams? It, it, it's a tough balance. Yeah, balancing it is. Action. And, and schedule is a big part of that. You know, schedule, uh, we did make it difficult on the league with our scheduling process this year, I, myself in particular, because I was I was pretty ardent that our schedule had to be better. Our schedule is better. It's not near where I'd like it to be, but in fairness to the league office, you know, they have eight other teams that's trying to fit into this, piece, this puzzle piece, yes. yeah. yeah. and so that becomes challenging, but we'll continue to push. We'll continue to talk as a league about what we can do better so that every team has a chance to get the dates they want, and frankly, getting a 10th team would help mm-hmm. because it helps the scheduling process as a whole. Help. That's right.
0: Well, we're excited about the new season and, and having you at the helm. Thanks so much for coming in studio well, and being Well, thanks us for having morning.
1: us, and thanks for all you all do for us.